Well, hello there. Welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Maria Stock. She's a maternal and child health nurse with Fairfax County's health department discussing flu season and flu vaccines. We are in the season now for flu, and it's the time to get your flu vaccine, so it's a timely conversation, so let's dive right in. Maria, welcome to the County Conversation. Thank you very much. My pleasure to be here. Glad to have you. An important topic, a topic that uh, maybe oftentimes people don't really want to talk about, perhaps, flu and flu vaccines, but... It's, it's pretty important. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's very important. And I'm hoping by the end of our conversation, we'll be able to, to get the point out to people that, hey, I really need to think twice about getting my flu shot. I mm. should do so. Yeah. Flu and cold. I know there's a lot of, you know, well, I think I just have the cold and then, you know, I keep having this cold or is it really the flu? I mean, how do we know? What's the, what's the difference when we're talking about cold and flu? And well, flu can be very severe, um, and there's some differences in the symptoms that you experience. Um, first off, flu is always associated with fever, and it's rare that when you have a cold that you have a fever. Also, the onset for a cold is typically very gradual. Um, you may wake up one day and say, oh, I have, a, I have a sore throat, and the next day you have a tickle in your throat, and then a cough begins. But with flu, you've heard people describe it as, I feel like I was hit by a train. And truthfully, mm. all of the symptoms kind of happen very abruptly mm. and all at once. So wow. there are some significant differences. Right. And flu can lead to some serious complications, especially in, in those folks who are vulnerable um, to, uh, to flu because of a particular thing in their health. Mm. So cold is bad, but flu... Is, <laughs> this is my medical terminology. Cold is bad, but flu is worse. Absolutely. But flu, flu can really be dangerous. It can be dangerous. It can lead to some um, severe complications, especially in our higher risk populations. Right. Okay. Um, one of the things I always hear um, people say uh, a couple of things when you're when you're sick, cold or flu, and it's a lot more over the past several years that I've actually been hearing it. Stay home when you're sick. Why is that important if, if, for instance, I've got the flu? Why is it important for me to stay home? It's very important. We actually will recommend two things, staying home and avoiding contact with other people. So that means when you stay home, you don't have visitors coming over. (laughs) How are you checking in on you? And it's important, number one, you know, to promote recovery. Your body needs rest when it's ill. Mm -hmm. But secondly, it's very important to prevent the spread of the germ to other people. Mm -hmm. And that's one way we have to actually keep flu in check. So it it is very important to avoid contact with other people. And stay okay. home. That doesn't mean going in for half a day of work or you really need to stay home and rest, stay home from work, stay home from school. Right. Do you think people are taking that more seriously now? I mean, like I said, I think it's only been in the last few years that I've really paid attention to it. I'm sure it has been being said. It's just that it didn't kind of hit me. Yeah, I think 
people are taking it seriously. Um, they're taking advantage of, for example, in the county, if they do have sick time, they're taking advantage to use the leave when they're not feeling well so that they don't put their coworkers um, at risk. So I'm glad to see it. And if, if I see somebody who's sick in, in our community <laughs> at work, right. I often tell them, you should go home. You need to go right. home and rest. Um, and I try to avoid contact right, right. with that person until they leave. Right. If you don't <laughs> go home, I will. No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but do it not only for yourself, but for, but for everybody, others. Right, Absolutely. It's something you. important you can do for your, comu- yeah. uh, for your community yeah. to keep your community as healthy as yeah. possible. We're in the month of December. Is, is that peak time for flu? I mean, it, when, what are we talking about when we talk about, you know, I'm going to do my air quotes here, the flu season? Is there a time of, for that? Exactly. Well, in, in the United States, what you typically see for flu season um, is in the fall and winter months, you'll end up with these outbreaks of flu. And in the state of Virginia, we typically see a rise in flu cases um, in the month of December, but our peak season tends to be January and February. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're coming in we are beginning now and, we are and beginning really now. coming into the peak season. Exactly. And recent surveillance of activity in Virginia has actually classified flu as fairly low at this point. Oh, wow. um, so that's a really good thing. Yeah. Uh, it would be really nice if it stayed that way. Um, so, you know, the last report came out around the week of Thanksgiving, and they estimated about 2.4% of the emergency room visits and the urgent care room visits um, were actually for evaluation of influenza-like illnesses. Wow. Wow. Okay. okay. So we're, we're, we're at a good point right now, and it would okay. be really nice to stay there. Um, and, but we can expect it to peak most likely in January and February. Okay. Anything we can do now then to prepare for this this peak season? Maybe, you know, if we don't get sick, if other people around us are getting sick, is there anything we can do? Well, I highly recommend the flu vaccine. If okay. you've not yet yeah. been vaccinated, it is the number one way to prevent the flu and the number one way um, to actually prevent the spreading of the flu across our community. Okay. So it's not it's not too late. It's to get... not too late. Um, it's a great time to get the flu. Um, one thing to keep in mind, the flu vaccine, it's not a great time to get the flu. Right, <laughs> Sorry right, right. Um, One thing to keep in mind is that it can take the body as long as two weeks to actually develop the immune response that it needs to, to fight that virus. So, um, um, it's a great time to get vaccinated now while flu activity is low right, um, okay. in, in Virginia and in okay. our county. Does it take does it take a while for the vaccine to do its job? Yep. I mean, it, what, it takes what? about two weeks to kick in. Okay. Um, that's that's the typical response okay. for for the immune system, um, and uh, you know, so that's something to factor in. And people always ask, oh, you know, should you time it out um, in such a way that you're getting the the vaccine in October, November? And really, truthfully, the best time to get the vaccine is before the activity starts in your community. So hmm. it's a great time. It's not too late. Okay, I always heard a. a, a phrase and it's not related to the flu the best time to do something was yesterday and you know <laughs> or, exactly. or so, something like that mm-hmm. but you know if you can't do it yesterday do it today i mean you know so go ahead and get it 
Exactly. Guess, is the Go ahead and get line. it. And the great news is that in our community, there seems to be a lot of places who are jumping on board right. with offering the flu vaccine. Right. So you should be able to find it um, in your local pharmacies and area clinics um, all throughout Fairfax County. And there's not an anticipated shortage of flu oh, vaccine this point. year. Good point. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say, uh, you know, even the grocery stores. You know, all the the little pharmacies and the grocery stores are offering. Uh, uh, you know, the flu shots, even a lot of them for free, but uh, grocery stores, doctor's office, uh, health department. Uh, don't, don't, doesn't the health department have clinics where Absolutely. you guys Absolutely. We offer the flu. Um, and flu vaccine. We have the flu you know, vaccine. <laughs> Why do I keep saying that? We're offering uh, the flu. Special offer, sale today. Exactly. <laughs> we offer the vaccine um, at, at all of our health departments, and we do have five um, across Fairfax County, and so it's probably a very convenient site. Um, and, you know, we have one in the north end of the county in mm. Reston, one in the South County area in the Mount Vernon area, uh, another in Annandale, one in the city of Fairfax, and one in Springfield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get the locations or if you want to get more information about that, obviously you can go on to the county's website, fairfaxcounty.gov health and uh, get more information exactly. about Exactly. It'll the, tell you yeah. all the information about um, appointment times or walk-in hours if you prefer walk-in. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we've touched on the vaccine and, 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 you know, why you should get it. Are there other benefits to the flu vaccine that we haven't really talked about or gone into too much detail well, about? Well, there, there are some benefits that um, sometimes go unnoticed. For example, hmm. if somebody actually did get the flu but had the vaccine, um, we find that their illness is much milder oh, um, and their risk of complications is much less. So that is one of the benefits um, to getting the flu. In certain populations, for example, like pregnant women, um, mm-hmm. for those who get the flu vaccine, it, an amazing thing happens as their body is producing antibodies to fight against the flu. The antibodies pass through the placenta, and so the newborn actually comes into this world with antibodies against flu to help protect them against oh, wow. the disease. Interesting. So that's a very nice benefit that people often don't think right, of and consider. Right. Wow. Plus, less less missed work, less missed school. That's true. Um, you know, the cost of flu is 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 pretty intense when you consider all of those things together. Mm-hmm. And the burden of flu is is pretty intense on our communities. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, uh, what, normally, well, I know there's not a, no such thing as normal, but it, you know, at least a day or two you may be knocked out of work. Well, with I mean, it cold, could be longer. it could be a day or two. Sometimes flu has been known to last four to five days wow. minimum and can last as long as two weeks. Wow. Symptoms vary by person? They're pretty typical yeah. across the board. Um, what you will see, we talked about fever, and that tends to be you know, one of the distinguishing factors um, mm. from, from a cold. Um, but you'll see fever, you'll have cough, sore throat, runny nose, stuffy nose, sneezing. Uh, the, fever, the fever will often lead to fatigue, uh, muscle aches, uh, and just feeling like you just can't get out of bed, right. which is your bo- your body's telling you, right. stay in bed right. and stay home. Right. 
Well, I don't know. For me, I'm a big baby when I'm <laughs> when I'm sick. So it's probably seven, eight, nine, ten days for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it can be a tough recovery, yeah. and there's complications. You know, for there's some high risk groups um, that are more prone to complications, and these are the ones that really we'd like to stress. It's so important for you to get vaccinated, and those would be children five years old and less, younger than five. Um, you're at risk. Pregnant women. Uh, seniors 65 years of age and older, those who may be immunocompromised, for example, if you're um, going through chemotherapy for cancer uh, treatment, or perhaps you're taking a medication which affects your immune system, that will put you at higher risk. Um, And another group is those who have an underlying medical condition. Uh, For example, if you have heart disease or lung disease, asthma, um, diabetes, any of those underlying conditions can put you at risk for developing complications during the flu. We're talking with Maria Stock. She's a maternal and child health nurse with Fairfax County's Health Department. Um, Interesting kind of breakdown there of the kind of uh, first word that comes to mind is categories or, you know, of Mm -hmm. people, classifications or age groups or whatever. Um, Under five, over 65, pregnant women, and if you have a medical and underlying medical condition, like you said, uh, diabetes, heart condition, et cetera. in addition to the flu vaccine, which we've really said is like the number one thing to do, mm-hmm. um, staying home if you do become sick or maybe staying away from other people that become sick, are there other other things we can do, other steps we can take? I mean, what are should, things we should be on the lookout for if we're in one of these uh, four categories here? Um, absolutely. There are things that, you know, besides staying home and avoiding uh, contact with other people, it's important. There are things you can do to actually keep yourself healthier um, and prevent the spread of germs on a daily basis. Okay, okay. Um, some of those things, you know, include um, covering your cough. Um, that is so extremely important. Mm-hmm. And people forget about that with coughing and sneezing. Um, if you can use a tissue to cover your cough and your sneeze and then throw that tissue away, wash your hands and wash your hands often. It is such an important way to spread germs if your hands, you're, you're touching things all day long. Mm-hmm. I think about it when I'm at the grocery store and I'm pushing a food cart and I think how many other hands have touched this food cart? Mm-hmm. And it's so important, you know, in situations like that, always get in the habit of washing your hands. And if soap and water aren't available, the al- alcohol-based rubs work very well as oh, okay. well. So you can okay. put them in your okay. and leave them in your car for when you get, you're, you're done pumping gas right. or you're done at the grocery store. Just use that um, hand rub and it's very effective. Another thing that's important, avoid touching your eyes, your nose, and your mouth. Mm-hmm. Those mucous membranes actually easily transmit um, germs into the body. So number one, if the hands are clean, it's less chance that that will happen. Right. But just in case, you know, really work hard to, to, to not rub your eyes um, and put your hands near your mouth um, or your nose. And cleaning and disinfecting services um, and objects is a very nice way to keep flu and um, just 
general illness um, contained. Mm -hmm. We have conference centers, for example, in our workplace, and we often wipe them down with disinfecting wipes so that, you know, for people who are sneezing and coughing, we think about, okay, let's wipe this area down. It reduces your risk of spreading germs. Well, and, you know, I think I've become more of a germaphobe as I've gotten older. I know, Mm -hmm. especially during the winter, uh, my hands get really dry and cracked. And I guess it's because of the winter weather, but also I'm washing my hands constantly. Good for you. Congratulations. (laughs) But but as you were saying, the point about touching your eyes and mouth, I was saying, oh, I I do that a lot. You know, just force of habit or not thinking about it or whatever. So, yeah. A lot of people do. Got to think about those exactly. things. Okay. Uh, again, we're talking with um, Maria Stock here about the flu and the importance of the flu vaccine. We've talked about why you should get it, why it's important, kind of where you can get it. A lot of the health department clinics, your doctor, uh, a lot of the pharmacies, those kind of things. Um, anything I haven't asked you about the about the flu that I should know or our listeners should know? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we've hit the key points, but I do really want to emphasize something about children. Um, Last year, we had a particularly severe um, flu season, and actually CDC classified it as a high-severity season. And Mm. we saw a lot of children become ill with the disease. And truthfully, every year, um, it's millions get it, thousands are hospitalized, and many children die of the flu. So it's very important for that, that those young children get them vaccinated. Um, and, you know, for example, last year of the deaths that we saw related to flu, uh, 80% of those were related to children. Mm. So it's really, really important to consider. And not all of those kids had underlying conditions, medical conditions that put them at higher risk. About 50% of those kids were actually without Um, any underlying conditions and came down with the flu. So it is extremely important to consider those groups. Um, And I think another thing that's important, if we have people in our homes um, that may be in one of those high-risk groups um, that we discussed, it's important for the family members to take the time to get vaccinated, to protect their loved ones, um, and to, to help them from getting the flu right. as well. So right. Not only do it for yourself, but do all those others, uh, others around you. Yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. Okay, good yeah. point. So again, those uh, kind of those more high-risk categories that we're, we're talking about are children under five, uh, seniors 65 and over, uh, mm-hmm. pregnant women, and anyone of any age that mm-hmm. has a uh, underlying medical condition should really uh, make it a top priority to, if they haven't already gotten their flu vaccine, get it now. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. I think if I heard you correctly, uh, we're, we're starting to ramp up the flu season, even though right now the numbers are low in Virginia, but it will be peaking in January and February. That's usually what we see yeah. in, um, in past years. History tells us that January and February tends to be the peak time right. in this Virginia area. Well, and it you know, if it if it correlates to the weather and colder temperatures and those kind of things, it, it makes sense. Exactly. So, so, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Again, if you want to get more information, go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash health. That's the Fairfax County Health Department. They've got all kind of information about the flu there as well as uh, clinic locations, hours, and, and on all that kind of good stuff. And, Maria, I'll give you the final word, uh, anything you want to, our listeners to know here as we're uh, wrapping up this county conversation. It's not too late to get back. Vaccinated. Good so, point. yes, please plan to do so if you haven't. 
uh, it's a good time to be vaccinated because flu activity is relatively low in Fairfax County. Okay. All right. Maria Stock, again, Fairfax County Health Department. She's a maternal and child health nurse there. And uh, we've been discussing the flu vaccine uh, and the flu season and the importance of why you need to get your flu vaccine. And as Maria just said, if you haven't already done it, go out and get it today. Don't wait. If you need to get more Fairfax County news and event information, we encourage you to go online to fairfaxcounty.gov news. You can also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. And that's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. I want to thank you for listening to the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.